Well, this morning I want to talk about, uh, just as we have been in this series about the Holy Spirit, I want to kind of bring it together with Holy Spirit and, and the birth of Jesus. And I want to talk about uh, one of my heroes in Scripture, Simeon. That uh, Simeon was actually one of the most Spirit-filled persons in the Bible. Like, there's not that many verses about Simeon in the Bible. There's one little story about him here in, in the book of Luke chapter 2 when Jesus was brought to the temple, which we're just about to read. But Simeon, it mentions three times that he's full of the Holy Spirit. Like this guy must have really been full of the Holy Spirit. And I'm just, I, I love that example that we have, that this guy, this is before Pentecost. Before Pentecost, this man was so hungry, so after God, that he was already full of the Holy Spirit. And there was a, he was a forerunner. And I believe this morning that I'm speaking to a forerunner people. And, and I believe there's an invitation for us that I'm going to call us into a little bit later that I believe the Lord's calling us into as a forerunner house of welcoming what Holy Spirit what Holy Spirit is doing. So I want to talk this morning about living consumed by the Holy Spirit. And I want to challenge you that wherever you and Holy Spirit are, there's more. In fact, there's much more. You know, I haven't had to rebuke anyone for being too full of the Holy Spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is, there, <laughs> there is more that God has for all of us. And we're here this morning because we've had encounters. In fact, we wouldn't have even been saved if the Holy Spirit didn't speak to people who were lost and draw them and reveal Jesus to them. And so Holy Spirit has been working in, in your life, all of your life. But you ain't seen nothing yet. There's more, there's more that he has for us. So we see in Luke 2.10, the angel appearing to the shepherds, and the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men, with whom he is pleased. Jump down a few verses to verse 21. And when eight days had passed before his circumcision, his name was then called, can you help me out here? Jesus. Jesus. Let's say it again. Jesus. Jesus. What an honor it is to even know that name. Jesus. To be able to speak that name. The name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And there was a man, down to verse 25, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child 
Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law. Then he took him into his arms and he blessed God. And he said, now, Lord, you are releasing your bondservant to depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all the peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And his father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. And so we're going to look at Simeon and his life and how he lived a life consumed by the Holy Spirit and how we can live a life consumed by the Holy Spirit. And I just want to even ask us this morning, why would this not be the Christmas that we are more filled with the Holy Spirit than ever before? Why would this not be in our homes a season and a time where there is more of God's presence than we have ever known in our homes before? And so Simeon, it says that he was righteous and devout. And I love what Andrew, some of the things that he shared last week about, about purity and walking in purity and the Holy Spirit empowering us to live righteous and pure because the Holy Spirit loves to lead us in purity and devotion. It's who He is. Holy Spirit knows how to do holy. And really, He's the only one who knows how to do holy. Because if we try to do holy on our own, we can't do it. We can sometimes produce some religious activity for a while, but only the Holy Spirit produces holy, and He loves to produce holy in you. And in the new covenant where we live now, after the cross, you have actually been made holy. And God calls you holy. He calls you a saint. And he has put Holy Spirit, the Holy One, inside of you who loves to produce holiness. And the Bible says, walk by the Spirit and you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. And I, I love that. I love that verse because so often... What I thought I heard many times growing up was, get your life together, and then when you are all clean, the Holy Spirit is going to come and fill you, and we're going to have revival. But the Bible actually says, walk in the Spirit, go ahead and be filled with the Holy Spirit, like you are, right where you are, with all your stuff, Holy Spirit wants to fill you, and as Holy Spirit fills you, then you get to the place where there's not room for the things that you used to be trying to get out of your life. They get squeezed out of your life. Holy Spirit knows how to do holy. And so Simeon, it says that he was righteous and devout and he was looking. He was looking for the consolation of Israel. And that word looking there. When you look at it in the Greek, it means to entertain. It's like you're preparing to have a guest. So he was, in everything he did, Simeon was looking for what had been promised to him. He was looking for the Christ. He had heard this word from Holy Spirit. It had been revealed to him that he was not going to die until he saw the Savior, the Lamb of God. 
And so he was preparing and living his life in preparation. And Holy Spirit gives us eyes to recognize the promise of God when it is in baby form. And to nurture it to maturity. Because when Jesus and Mary and Joseph brought Jesus into the temple, he, didn't, he wasn't wearing a sign, I'm the Savior of the world. I'm the Lamb of God. I'm what everyone has been waiting for. And what this has been about for all of time in history. He wasn't wearing a sign in the natural. But because Simeon was full of Holy Spirit, he recognized Jesus as a baby. And see, this is what Holy Spirit does. When we are living full of Holy Spirit, you begin to see what you couldn't see before. And like Marcy was talking about the glory, you see the glory of God is in a manger and not where everybody thinks it should be in the high exalted place. And Holy Spirit gives us eyes to see and recognize Jesus in the younger generations. And we see Jesus in the children. We see his hand, you know. And a lot of times, you know, we're looking for this. But this is what you get. It starts like this. But Holy Spirit gives us eyes to see. It started like that. And so Simeon was living his life and he was looking and he recognized this is the one. Holy Spirit is giving us eyes to recognize what is upon the next generation and to bless it years before it manifests in the natural. And I love what happens in this house. I, I love that children are up here prophesying. And we know, like, on the Sunday the children are up there, go get a word. <laughs> you know? Because they're like these pure vessels that he speaks right through them. And we recognize Holy Spirit on the children. We recognize him on the young people. We see what he's doing in the generations. And Holy Spirit gives us eyes to see that. And I believe this week we're going to see Holy Spirit in our family members in a way we've not seen him before. I believe we're going to see and be able to bless what God is beginning to birth in our family. Maybe you don't see it in that person in the natural yet, but you're going to see that seed that's been planted in them, and you're going to bless that seed. And I think a lot of times... We get frustrated right before something is birthed. And we get like, I've just been praying for my family. God's not moving. He's not moving. He's not moving. And sometimes I feel like we actually curse the baby, the seed of what God is actually planting in someone just because it is not quite visible to the natural eye. But we're going to see it in the eyes of the Spirit. And so I believe we're going to see things that we've been praying for in our family members. I believe we're going to see them. And we're going to see the seeds, even where we don't see it manifesting yet in the natural. Holy Spirit is giving us eyes to see. 
So there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. He was righteous and devout. He was looking, preparing for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was what? Upon him. Say upon him. So the Holy Spirit, when I received Jesus on May 21st, 1971, when my sister came to me and said, Steve, let's go ask Dad how to become a Christian. I had never thought about it before, but I didn't want to miss out, and I definitely didn't want to let my sister get ahead of me. I was the firstborn. It was a very, very important thing. But you know what? I came to Jesus just like that. You didn't come to Jesus perfectly. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> you came to Jesus just like you were. And uh, I was eight. I was not a drug dealer. But I'm not ashamed of my testimony. I love my testimony. And I'm so thankful for that moment. And Holy Spirit came into my life in that moment. But it was years later that I learned the Holy Spirit didn't just want to be in me. He wanted to be on me. And Holy Spirit longs to be upon you. In fact, we don't have to beg Holy Spirit to come upon us. He's created to be upon you. And every cell of your being was created for Holy Spirit to be saturating that part of your being. And so it's the burning passion of Holy Spirit to be upon you every moment of your life and to make Jesus more real to you than the air that you breathe. Someday you're not going to breathe the air on this earth but you're going to be breathing the air of heaven. And you're going to be captivated by the Lamb of God for all eternity. He is your destiny. And so, when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, Jesus is no longer, the Spirit of God is no longer just in us, but actually on us, and everything everything shifted. And, and in my life, everything shifted when that happened. I went from timid, from caring what everybody felt, to somebody who could just go up to someone, and I was just boldly telling people about Jesus. And I've never been the same. And Holy Spirit wants to fill us. He wants to fill us in every single season of our lives. And He wants to fill you today no matter what you're going through. He wants to fill you right now at this point in your life. You say, well, I'm going through a lot of temptation right now. You really need to be filled. And, and Holy Spirit is not afraid of temptation. And I love what Andrew said last week. He said, being tempted is not a sin. Having a temptation is not a sin. In fact, the devil comes as the accuser when you're tempted to accuse you for being tempted because he wants you to withdraw from the power that God wants to give you in that moment to overcome that sin. And so right there in that moment when that accusation comes, Holy Spirit actually wants to fill you. And God is not afraid. He knows Jesus knows what it's like to be tempted. It says in the book of Hebrews that he was tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. So Jesus knows what it's like to be tempted. And Holy Spirit wants to fill us and be up on us. 
So Holy Spirit is in you, but he wants to be upon you. And he loves to come upon us. So Simeon, verse 26, it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So Simeon was getting revelation from the Lord. And that word there actually means to transact business, to give a response in, in secular literature. It was even about like a response to a word in secular Greek. And so this word, it, it wasn't the word I thought would be there. It's just the normal word for revelation. It's a very different word. And so it indicates that the Holy Spirit wants to interact with us. The Holy Spirit wants to interact with you. He wants to interact with you in the nighttime watches. He wants to interact with you while you're driving your car. He wants to interact with you right now while you're listening. And you're listening not for a word that I have, but you're listening, Holy Spirit, what is that one word that you want to say to me today? And you're listening for that word. Holy Spirit loves to interact with us. I love in the book of Acts where the church was meeting and, and they were having what we call the Jerusalem conference. And there had been a, a big tension about what is the gospel and what's necessary to be saved. And some people thought, you know, you need to do all this to be saved. And others are like, no, it's very simple. You need this. And, and, and so they came to a place of agreement. Thank God. <laughs> and the gospel, and not all these weighty things and regulations that would be actually a false gospel. And here's they came out of that meeting, they said it seemed good to the Holy Spirit. Don't you want to live like that? I want to be able to go into a tense situation where there could be a fence. And I want to be able to put it aside. And I want to be able to go into that place in my spirit, that place of peace. And I want to be able to come out and say, this is what seemed good to the Holy Spirit. And to know what brings him pleasure. Simeon was living in that place of interacting with the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit loves to reveal truth. In fact, it says in John 16, verse 13, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will disclose to you what is to come? The spirit of truth has come. And he is disclosing. He is revealing. He is speaking. And he is revealing to us what is to come. So Holy Spirit is not just giving you information. He is guiding you. He is leading you. So Simeon, verse 27. He came in the spirit. So here he is, he's, he's going to the temple, 
but he's not going to the temple to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He is already filled with the Holy Spirit on the way to the temple. And God is raising up a people who are going to live in the Spirit. We're not just going to have touches of the Holy Spirit. We're not just going to be full of the Holy Spirit as we worship on a Sunday morning. And can I just say what a blessing it is to worship like we get to worship here? Oh, I'm, you know, I, I grew up singing in a traditional church singing the doxology. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Here we are, and we're just singing amen, 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 and God's all over the room. I love it. I look forward to it. I long for those moments. But I don't wait for that moment to be filled with the Spirit. I come out of that moment, and I go into my week, and I live in the Spirit. And I want to encourage you, as Simeon came in the Spirit... That he made room for Holy Spirit to fill him before he got to the temple. And I want to encourage you to take that moment. Because what if Simeon had just come into the temple? And I think, you know, there's plenty of places I've gone, but have I gone in the Spirit? And Simeon didn't just come into the temple. He came in the Spirit. And it makes all the difference. And some people aren't just going to have and go to family gatherings in this Christmas season. Some people are going to come in the Spirit. And leave in the Spirit. The most important journey you make is your journey into the Spirit. Sometimes it's just breathing in and just saying, Holy Spirit, I welcome you. Fill me. Fill me. Rest on me today. I yield to you, Holy Spirit. I thank you that you're in this temple. And you just acknowledge. And you go out and you worship and you're giving thanks. You're doing those things that flow out of a temple that's full of God. And actually, sometimes, even before I'm full of the Holy Spirit, I just go ahead and start thanking. And as I'm thanking God, I get full of the Holy Spirit. I go ahead and begin worshiping. And as I'm worshiping, agreeing with Holy Spirit, I'm actually full of the Holy Spirit. I pray with the Spirit. This is why, this is why one of the reasons that we have, a, that God gives us a prayer language to help us be filled when we don't know how to pray or know what to do. And you begin to pray in words that you don't know, that are not connected to your natural mind. You begin to pray from your spirit, and there's a strengthening inside of you that activates you and strengthens you to flow in all the fruit of the Holy Spirit and all the gifts of the Holy Spirit that's not based on on figuring something out in your mind or even knowing what to pray. Isn't that amazing that God loves you enough to give you a gift to help you know how to pray and connect with him that you don't have to figure it out? He's like, 
I want you so connected to me that I'm going to actually help you pray and give you words that you would never come up with and enable you to pray things that you would never figure out in a million years. That's a pretty good deal. And so the most important journey you make is your journey into the Spirit. And the most important step you take every day is the step into the Holy Spirit. That we stay in that place. And then if we pop out of that place, then we just step right back in. You don't have to do some kind of, you know, if you recognize you're in the flesh, you don't have to do some kind of penance. You just step right back in and let Holy Spirit fill you and flood you with his presence. So Simeon, he blessed them. And he said to Mary, Mary his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel and for a sign to be opposed. Now, this is kind of an intense prophetic word here. Holy Spirit empowered Simeon to bless Joseph and Mary. And I realized this week, I was like, here, Joseph and Mary, no one yet has, has understood them. We don't, we don't know that there's been any kind of support from their family. They're, it's like they're on their own. But yet God sends a Simeon. And Simeon blesses them as a father and a mother to raise this precious child. And I believe that there are those in this room that even over this Christmas holidays, that we're going to release blessing over fathers and mothers. Don't ever underestimate the power of a blessing coming through your mouth from God over someone's life. And what one word of blessing can do, what it can do to a discouraged parent or a parent who's not sure, they're up for it. I bless you as a parent. And Simeon, blessed Joseph and Mary. And Holy Spirit empowers us to bless. He empowers us to prophesy. He empowers us to speak life where there has been death. He empowers us to break through strongholds that may have been in your family for generations. It's nothing for Holy Spirit to break through that. To walk right through it. He empowers us to bless. And he empowers us to empower others. There was blessing that was released as Simeon blessed Joseph and Mary. And so you, full of Holy Spirit, are dangerous to the devil. You are contagious with blessing. And you are confident to share the good news of the gospel. And we are not ashamed of the gospel. We're not ashamed of Jesus. And we're not ashamed of Holy Spirit and what he does and how he moves. And so Simeon was a forerunner. Long before the cross, long before Pentecost, in the time when there had been no Prophets, for years and years, Simeon was full 
of Holy Spirit preparing the way for the first coming of the Lord. And I was, two nights ago, I, I was awake at, at three in the morning and I was just kind of meditating on this message some. And I realized that, I had a lot of help realizing it. <laughs> it was a revel, I felt like it was a revelation from the Lord. That as Simeon was a forerunner for the first coming of Jesus. That Holy Spirit is now calling those who will prepare the way for the second coming of Jesus. And that there are those as forerunners who will walk in the fullness of the Spirit of the Lord. Who will see what he is doing even when it is not in his full manifestation. And they will walk full of Holy Spirit as forerunners welcoming the second coming of the Lamb of God. And I feel this morning like that was the invitation that I, that I felt for us. <clears throat> Revelation twenty two seventeen. The last time the Holy Spirit is mentioned in the scriptures. The Spirit and who? Who's that? That's you. That's us. The Spirit and the bride. And I love this. That again, it's this interaction. The bride is walking in step with Holy Spirit. And the Spirit and the bride together as one are crying out. And they are saying, come. Come. And let the one who is thirsty come. And let the one who wishes take the water of life without cost. I believe there's a call on us, an opportunity to partner with Holy Spirit. As Simeon lived his life expectantly waiting, knowing that what he had sensed, what he had heard, what he had felt, And when it came, he was there to bless. He blessed it when it didn't look like anyone would have expected. He was there ready and waiting for the baby, the one. And I believe that a generation is rising up that is going to walk in the spirit of the Lord. And there's not just going to be one Simeon, <laughs> but there's going to be a Simeon people full of the Spirit of the Lord. I want us to stand this morning. Lord, 
thank you. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Jesus, that you are Emmanuel. God with us. Thank you that you came. You humbled yourself, even to the point of death. You, the King of kings and Lord of lords, came as a small infant, a baby, born in a manger. Lord, thank you. begin to speak out thanksgiving around the room. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Jesus, that you've come. Thank you. Thank you that we live after the cross. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for your blood. Thank you, Jesus, that you have made us righteous, that you've made us the temples of the Holy Spirit now. Thank you, Jesus, that we live in this day. Thank you that we live after Pentecost that we live in the day when the Holy Spirit has been poured out the sons and the daughters prophesy thank you for this day that we live in Lord thank you even this morning that we've been able to enter in with the worship of heaven what an honor, what a privilege Lord coming on the earth for what you're doing what you're pouring out and I thank you that a people are rising up full of Holy Spirit who are going to see and recognize what you're doing Lord I thank you that we're going to see with fresh eyes what you're doing in the younger generations God I thank you that we get to live in the Spirit we get to come in the Holy Spirit. like we need to respond this morning to that. This morning, if you just want to say, Lord, I'm, I'm here, I, I'm signed up, 
live in the spirit, to be a forerunner for your second coming. As Simeon was a forerunner for your first coming. Lord, I'm signed up, that's me. If that's you, just come on forward to the front. Just want us to just come and say, Lord, here we are. Here we are. Here we are, Lord. Here we are. Here I am. Here I am, Lord. Here I am. Here I am. Here we are, Lord. Yes. Yeah, I feel like it's actually, like part of this is an invitation to see by the Spirit. Because in a time when everyone had an expectation of how Messiah was going to come, Simeon saw how he was actually coming. And so I feel like there's something, there's an invitation in this right now that we see, that we lay down our expectations of how we think he's going to do it, how we think he's going to look, how we think he's going to come, and we receive how he's actually coming. And, you know, sometimes we have expectations of, like, he's going to clean up the mess, and then he's going to come. And many times he comes into the mess, and he sits in the mess. And, yeah, the mess isn't going to (laughs) stay once he's in it. But it doesn't always get all cleaned up first. He came into a messy stable. He didn't come on the throne. But he came and and a stable was transformed into a throne. And so Jesus... Holy Spirit, right now, we receive your seeing. We thank you that you fill us to overflowing. You fill us, Holy Spirit. And and that means you fill our minds to think like you. That means you fill our ears to hear what you're saying. And that means you fill our eyes to see what you're doing. So right now, we give you all our expectations We give you all our expectations of how it looks. And we engage with what you're doing. And I thank you that that engagement with what you're doing ushers in your second coming. And we look at you, Jesus. We look at you and we thank you for the promise. And that's why we say, with the Spirit come, because the, the coming is the promise that you bring your glory into all things. And right now we receive it even in the messy parts of life, in the messy parts of people, and the messy parts of ourselves. We receive how you're showing up. We receive you in all your glory, and we receive the stables becoming a throne for a king. Yes. Just welcome Holy Spirit to come upon you now. You're a believer. He's in you. He's in you. But he wants to be upon you. Holy Spirit, be upon us now. 
would you come, would you come upon us, Lord, right now. Father, let the fresh fire of your spirit fall afresh on our lives. Let your spirit, Lord, not be hidden within us, God. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, upon us. Spirit of the Lord, upon you. Just receive. Just receive. Just drink. Just drink. You were created for this moment. You were created to be filled. You were created to be overcome by Holy Spirit. You were created for the breath of God blowing over your life. You're created to come and go and live in the Holy Spirit. This is who you are. This is not some extra package for some kind of special people who have it together. Jesus purchased this for you. Father, I thank you that our greatest days of anointing are ahead of us and not in the past. presence upon us. Come and blow. Jesus. Wind of heaven blow. Welcome you, Spirit the Son. Holy Spirit. Fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil upon us, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil upon our lives, Father, fresh oil, Lord, what no man can buy, Jesus, but what you have purchased with your blood, fresh fire. Fill this young man, Holy Spirit of God. Fill him, fill his generation. Let him be a voice in his generation, Lord, of life. Fresh fire. Fresh fire. Holy Spirit. 
wind of God. Oh, fill us, Lord, afresh. in tongues, just begin to softly pray in tongues out loud. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes. Fresh fire on this man of God. Upon him in power. New boldness. Power in our hands, Lord. Power in our hands. Power, Lord, in our words. From heaven, the breath of heaven. Fill this man of God, this young man of God, Lord, with your presence. Mark his life. Mark him with your presence. Mark him, Lord. Mark him, Lord. Mark this woman of God with your fire. Fill her. Be upon her, Lord. In Jesus' name. Now. upon us, precious Holy Spirit. Jesus, we receive your gift. We receive your gift in fullness. We receive your gift in fullness. Lord, you have not poured out a partial Holy Spirit. (laughs) You have not poured out a partial Pentecost. You did not bring a partial cross. Lord, we receive the fullness of the gift that you've given to us. We receive the fullness of the gift that you have given to us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we receive the fullness of your gift, Lord. We receive the fullness of what you poured out. We receive the fullness, Lord, Spirit of God upon us. Spirit of God. 
fresh wind of God upon us. Spirit of the Lord upon you. Upon you. Upon you. The Spirit of the Lord upon you. In the name of Jesus, the Spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Spirit of the Lord upon you. A new song in your mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and trust in the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord upon you. Holy Spirit upon you. Thank you, Father. Spirit of the Lord, rest on this man of God afresh, afresh for this season. For this hour, for this hour, for such a time as this, Holy Spirit of God, fill, fill, Spirit of the Lord, rest upon us. Fire. 
Fill fresh me fire. with fire. Fresh fire. Fill me with fire. Thank you, God. see the wind of God blowing dust off our for many of us off off of like off of our family gatherings I see him shaking up our traditions (laughs) and I do there's joy there's joy there's joy as we gather in this season sound of joyful shouting and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. <laughs> I see us doing what we would not do. I see I see you breaking through religious walls Holy Spirit walks right through them I see us no longer afraid or timid Father I thank you for love flowing freely in our homes, in our lives, in our gatherings in this season Lord, thank you I see celebration. Thank you, Lord. I see us as Simeon had been preparing, he'd been praying, but the moment came and he wasn't afraid to enter into that moment that he stepped into what he'd been carrying for years. He stepped into the reality of the word and the prayers and the preparation. And I see many of us here, there are things we've been carrying for family members that we are going to step into it. That we are not afraid to step into it. Simeon was not afraid to declare there in the temple, this is the one. This is the Christ. And so he had a promise, but he saw a promise fulfilled and he stepped into the reaping. And may the blessing of reaping be upon us in this season. May we reap the harvest of the prayers and the tears that we have prayed. 
Thank you, Lord. Let's just say that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So I bless you. I bless you as you go today. I bless you that you go full of Holy Spirit. You come full of Holy Spirit. I bless you that the Spirit of the Lord rests upon you, that you are a resting place of Holy Spirit. And I bless you that as Holy Spirit revealed things to Simeon, that Holy Spirit reveals things to you. prodigals returning thank you 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 for salvation thank you father thank you for fresh assignments on our family thank you for family legacy being released and inheritance God chose your family for a reason your family is not an accident he named your family it says in Ephesians 3 and father let there be family inheritance and legacy released. And I thank you for fathers and mothers who are going to declare and release legacy over the younger generations, who are going to release inheritance over the younger generations. We bless you for it, God. We bless you for it, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. We bless you bless you as you go. Hope you'll hope to see you tonight. We're going to be here and have a great time. If you'd like for someone to pray with you, we'll have some of our staff, some of our microchurch pastors and prayer teams will be up here to agree with you. You're a vessel of Holy Spirit. You're the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are a carrier of Holy Spirit. You are contagious with Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit rests upon you. Holy Spirit fruit manifests through you. Holy Spirit gifts are activated in you. Holy Spirit words come through your life. You are a vessel. You prophesy and declare the word of the Lord. The power that raised Jesus from the dead is inside of you and flowing through you, and I bless what God is about to do through you. In Jesus' name.